Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rob Gunther. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Tuesday, November 1st, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play the biography news game, Who Wrote What? But first, here's the latest. The Supreme Court says Lindsey Graham will have to testify before a grand jury about a possible plan to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. The senator argued he didn't have to testify because he's protected by part of the Constitution designed to shield lawmakers from certain criminal or civil proceedings. But Graham will now have to testify on November 17th. He'll be asked about the phone calls he had with Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, though he is allowed to object to some questions. Saved by the bell. The Supreme Court has stepped in to temporarily stop the release of Donald Trump's taxes. That's just a day before he was supposed to hand them over to Congress. Chief Justice John Roberts put the release on hold. A lower court had ordered Trump to give his taxes to the Democratic-led House Ways and Means Committee this week. But Trump's lawyer appealed that decision to the highest court earlier this week, saying it would cause irreparable harm. According to the AP, Justice Roberts has asked the House Committee to respond by Thursday, November 10th. The DOJ says that private citizens monitoring ballot drop boxes in Arizona could be engaged in illegal voter intimidation. Here's what's been going on. Some self-appointed election watchers, many encouraged by Donald Trump and his allies, have reportedly been watching over ballot drop boxes. Sometimes they're armed and wearing tactical gear, and often they're filming and even threatening voters. Their goal? Well, to catch cheaters, of course, except there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. And the Justice Department says these tactics could be a violation of the Voting Rights Act. Pfizer has been testing an experimental vaccine for RSV. That's the common respiratory infection spiking right now. The virus is mild for adults, but deadly for newborns. The company found that when given to pregnant women, the vaccine seems to protect newborns against severe illness. Pfizer says the RSV vaccine is about 70% effective for the first six months of the baby's life. Outside scientists haven't reviewed the pharmaceutical company's results, but an independent group monitoring the trial found it so successful, it's recommending the company end testing early to speed it along the approval process. In the markets, all three major indexes closed down today. Investors were jittery about the Fed likely announcing another three quarters of a percent rate hike at the end of its November meeting tomorrow. But insiders Carla Mose says there was some surprising news out of China today. Well, there was an unverified social media post in China that said that Beijing is putting together a committee to examine winding down its zero COVID policy. And that post ended up sending shares of U.S. listed Chinese stocks like Alibaba and Neo uh, much higher. And if China is ending 
strict lockdowns of cities and businesses, that should bode well for global economic growth because there have been fears about recession and a reopening of China will also catch the eye of the Federal Reserve. And they may think that a reopening in China could feed into inflationary pressures. And that is what the Fed and other central banks have been working on to cool. Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. Uber shareholders have been having a good day. Its stock is up after the company's earning report beat revenue estimates in the third quarter. The company reports rider demand is back. Uber Eats is still profitable, even after the pandemic. And future earnings look good. Revenue was up 70% between July and September compared to last year. Now, Uber does have a big concern on the horizon, which is the potential for gig workers to be classified as employees if Biden's Labor Department gets its way, which would push up costs. From Netflix to Apple Plus to Paramount Plus, it's nearly impossible to keep track of all the different streaming platforms around these days. And now YouTube, which is owned by Google, wants to get into that crowded market too, and they want to attempt to streamline it. It's launching a new streaming marketplace with access to 30 services, including Showtime, Stars, and NBA League Pass. The idea is to stream from all those services without ever having to leave your YouTube webpage or app. So one example is you'll be able to watch a trailer for a movie on YouTube and then easily purchase it on the same screen via a streaming platform. Italy's right-wing government says the party is over. The administration of Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney is cracking down on unlicensed raves, calling them a, quote, invasion of dangerous gatherings. This comes after police broke up a warehouse rave in the city of Modena that apparently lasted two days and attracted people from all over Italy and even Belgium and France. Under new rules, unlicensed gatherings of more than 50 people could land you six years in prison. In something straight out of a TV drama, a former heavyweight boxing champ from Montenegro got nabbed by the feds as he tried to leave Miami on a flight to Zurich. Goran Gogic is charged with trafficking 22 tons of cocaine. The over $1 billion haul is one of the largest drug busts in U.S. history. The prizefighter turned kingpin allegedly oversaw a massive operation, which used commercial ships to route the cocaine to Europe from Colombia with stopovers in U.S. ports. He faces potential life in prison. The rapper Takeoff of the platinum-selling group Migos has been shot dead in Houston. He was 28. Police found one man dead at the scene of a private party. There have been no reported arrests. Takeoff was the youngest member of Migos. The trio, which includes his uncle and cousin, rose to fame in 2013 with the hit Versace. Takeoff and his uncle Quavo had just released a side album this month, and he said on the Drink Champs podcast that he was all about basking in his latest success. You know, I'm chill, you know what I'm saying, laid back, but mm-hmm. it's time to pop it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's time to give me my flowers, you know what I mean? Right. I don't yes. want them later on when I ain't here. God damn you it. Know We are so happy that our colleague Dave Smith is back from paternity leave. Woohoo! He's here a couple days a week now, and he joined Rebecca for a game. Here it is. It's time to play Who Wrote What? And Dave, it's great to have you back from Babyland. Welcome! Hey. I mean, I'm still in Babyland, but I am back. It is good to be back. 
And uh, our producer, Frank Alito, is here to help us play. Frank, hey. Yeah, welcome back, Dave. Hope you've been able to catch some of the news in between diaper changes and feedings. (laughs) Uh, But first, let me remind everyone how we play. Uh, In Who Wrote What? I'm going to read you an excerpt from a memoir or autobiography about someone who's recently been in the news. The two of you will then have 20 seconds to work together and agree on who wrote it. And you can pause the clock at any time and ask for one clue. And you'll have three rounds to win. Dave, we got this. And even if we don't, I'm happy that you're back. So I win anyway. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do we even need to play? Let's end it on that note. Okay, fine. Let's play. Let's play. Okay, here's the first excerpt. When I was first elected to the Democratic leadership, I received messages of congratulations from women and girls around the world. What was interesting to me was the large number of good wishes also received from fathers of daughters who saw my success as opening new opportunities for girls. I appreciated the sentiment because of the special leadership my husband always had with our daughters. Okay, 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Well, I know who it's not. It's not Kanye. It's not Kanye. I believe it is House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, even though I do not know if she has daughters, but I know that her name has been all over the news recently. So I have a feeling that's her. And she is a Democratic leader. I feel like that fits pretty well. This is true. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to agree with Rebecca here. Yeah. Let's put our answer in. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Submitted. A strong start. It is Nancy Pelosi. Yes. Let's go. Her husband, Paul, was attacked in their San Francisco home early Friday morning. Uh, the intruder allegedly shouted, where is Nancy, before assaulting Paul with a hammer. The 82-year-old underwent brain surgery and is expected to fully recover. The House Speaker was in Washington, D.C. at the time. Absolutely awful. Okay, so on that somber note, are yep. you both ready for <laughs> round two? Yes. Bring it. Okay, here's your second excerpt. The truth is, I should never have been this guy. I wasn't the cool, clever, good-looking boy at school. I was never supposed to be the person who writes books or TV shows, hosts award ceremonies, or appear in films. But I always dreamt of it, hoped for it, longed for it, especially in my teens when I tried to form my own boy band, and through hundreds of auditions for parts which were met with constant rejection. 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. This is a tough one. This feels like... Any male celebrity who's male celebrity who's been in the news recently, but not just an actor, but like singer. (gasps) Oh, I know, James Corden. You oh, you think? Yeah, because of the restaurant stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with you on that guess for sure. These are either so easy or I'm so smart this week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go with so smart this week, Rebecca, because you were right again. Two for two. It's James Corden. Nice. I'm riding Rebecca's coattails 100%. (laughs) So yeah, James Corden has been in the news after the owner of a famous New York restaurant banned him for bad behavior. Restaurant owner Keith McNally called the comedian a tiny cretin of a man after (laughs) Corden abused and yelled at his staff. In his strange apology on his show last week, Corden never actually said the words, I'm sorry. He just weirdly complimented the restaurant and made a bunch of excuses. I didn't see cats, but I do not like James Corden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't see cats either because everyone was tweeting about how terrible James Corden was in it. So I do not like James Corden, but I think the strangest parts of cats was Taylor Swift. Don't get us canceled. Do not <laughs> anger Taylor Swift fans, Frank, please. It's too late. She wasn't she shouldn't have no. any cats. And that's the hill I will die. Oh, on. no. 
If you want to write to Frank, write us at the refresh <laughs> at insider.com. I'll take on the Swifties. <laughs> Are you ready for the third and final round? Make it a wipeout. Come on. Let's do it. Okay. Here's your final excerpt. Well, shit. How y'all doing? That's how all this started. That's how I became an Instagram maven. I had to look up the word maven to make sure I'm using it right. I am not. I certainly do not understand Instagram, but somehow, as so often happens in this crazy world, I amassed a gobsmacking number of followers. 20 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. This is the saddest answer. Leslie Jordan. Comedian oh, extraordinaire. Yeah. Rebecca, you're absolutely crushing it this week. Dave, yes. you're barely showing up here. <laughs> <laughs> if any of the answers were my baby, I would have totally nailed this. Okay, well, it was... It was Leslie Jordan, not Dave's baby. And Leslie Jordan <laughs> died last week at the age of 67. He may have suffered a medical emergency while driving in Hollywood and crashed his car. Jordan won an Emmy for his role in Will and & Grace, and he reached a huge audience during the pandemic with his amusing daily Instagram videos. So just to recap, everyone, um, Rebecca won this whole thing. I lost, <laughs> and I would also say Dave is a loser here as well. I would also <laughs> say I lost. Thank you, Frank. Thank and you, Frank. Welcome back, Dave. Yeah, thank you both. And as you know, we typically end with a song, but this time, let's listen to one of my favorite Leslie Jordan videos. Well, shit, what are y'all doing? I'm sitting here in the airport. My flight to Charlotte got, del- I mean, my private jet that I take to Los Angeles. <laughs> so full of shit. I like to sit here and people watch, but here's the problem. The few people that are here are watching me. Oh, to be famous and fat. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rob Gunther. Thanks for listening. 